0: Topic of this week is how to do tshuva and hold on to it. You know, like uh, not not to fall back and old old traits. And uh, you know, people say they're going to change. I have someone told me that you know, in the secular world, they also have this idea. It comes New Year, they decide they're going to change. And then all of a sudden, it doesn't take long, decide, let it be as simple as losing weight or changing an attitude. And it's hard for many to hold on. So I will uh, explain, try to explain, how a person could change and hold on to it and uh, not to lose it. See, the first, first thing you have to tell yourself in life that you do have a free will all the time it's very important it sounds so simple but it is a very very important thing because many times it is very difficult you know the situation is difficult to change you know it let it be yourself how you got you know into habits such a long time to change sometimes the surroundings makes it difficult but a person if he wants to change you could change. I always ask my famous question to people: If I would offer you fifteen million dollars, do you think you could change? I used to give a class to a few bachelors, and uh, they were already getting old, talking in the thirties, high thirties, and they they got together, asked me to give a class, and you know we learned Hasidis But almost every time we met, part of my thing to tell them. He says, Why did you get married? And they said, We have a hard time. So he said, Tell them, Imagine I will give you $15 million. And then you think you could get married in six weeks. Find someone. Most of them say, For 10, I'll also find someone and get married. I don't need 15 or even less. But it shows a person that he has the ability to do it. Sometimes there are things that are holding us back. These men, they're afraid to get married. Most of them, I noticed, were just a, t- a fear. But, but whatever it did, they overcame the fear. We have. It's very important to remember this. You do have a free will all the time. We don't exercise it. It's difficult. It's challenging. We're not always, uh, you know, core of God sometimes. But we have the ability to change. The fir- when you say this to yourself, this that it, it changes the picture. It doesn't say, I can't. Yes, you can. It's difficult. Let it be a, a silly habit. You know, a silly habit, or let it be something more than a silly habit, something that you, you know, you just, uh, so recently someone asked me how to stop gossiping. She tells me, I happen to love it. You know, very rarely says, unfortunately, you know, she, this, uh, this whole family and her friends, and we, you know, it's possible. A person could change. That's, a, and this is, the Ramam says, this is one of the most important, you say this, foundations of being a Jew, is you have a free will. Otherwise, why is there such a concept of being punished? and not being punished. Why should we get punished if I don't have a free will? It's clear that a person all the time has free will. That doesn't mean that it's not difficult. Certain things are extremely difficult for certain people. Certain people to lose weight is extremely difficult. Certain people to get up in the morning in time is extremely difficult. I want to say over a story, I didn't the Shabbos. friend of uh, a guy tells me <laughs> the Shabbos that uh, his niece was hired to be a receptionist. And the job was, this was a young girl, the job of the, her job really was is just to be receptionist, and the boss wanted to. She be happy, you know. Yes, we could help you and be kind and nice. The, the, the business needed that. So Yes, there's a problem. We'll take care of it. Just the front. Her, her friend had the job was fired because she wasn't always in a good mood. So my this guy tells me, don't think my niece is always in a good mood. Don't think so. She's a girl, still teenager, 19 years old but she needed, she wanted a job desperately. She was always happy and after a while she came home happy. She didn't come home. So that hit me like, here you have someone. You know, sometimes people have a hard time being happy. The job demanded it and she desperately wanted that job. And after a while she changed. It wasn't, you know, you would've asked this young lady, why do you walk around every few days in a bad mood? And she would say, her excuses, you know, you allow. But once she she really wanted this job and she needed the job, she was able to change. You must tell yourself this. This is the Rambam's words. You can change if you want. Doesn't mean that it's easy. It is not easy. Not easy to change. But you have the ability, the facilities to change. next thing the Chazal say, which is very, very, very important, that if you want to change, Hashem will help you. There's incredible not just guarantees us. You decide to change. I will help you change what you need to change. it should be helpful in many ways. helpful to uh, but it should be a, a silly diet that you want to change. You want to be healthier, that be you want to stop speaking gossip. you want to make sure you dive in every day. You want to make sure you have a better relationship with Hashem, a better relationship with people. If you work on it and you focus, Hashem will help you. Because sometimes, it is sometimes certain habits, is very difficult to change certain habits. But the Chazal say, You come, I will help you. Messiah Moisai. will help. So this is also very important. I, I, I sometimes give classes in the 12-step program and I think the first of the twelve step program is is to know there's a higher power that could help you, something like that. You gotta know there is such a thing that the will help you. You gotta know because you know why he's gonna help you. I, I, I try to picture this. Someone, your friend or your spouse says to you, My dear spouse, you know, I would love you to tell me how we could have a better relationship. Tell me, I would love to. Our relationship be warmer and better. More, help me, help me to be a better husband. Help me to be a better wife. And the guy means it seriously. The response will be incredible. Incredible, because the, the, all the person is asking, I would love to be have a better relationship. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. So the the the, the responder. But same thing with Hashem. The Rebbeinu Shlomo comes Rosh Hashanah in Yom Kippur. We all have things to ask Hashem. And we have a list, as I explained last week. I call it the Ralph's List. My wife gives me a list, get this and get this. But try to picture yourself. If a person says to Hashem, I want to get closer to you. I want to stop doing this and this. Help me stop doing it. What response Hashem will have for that? So that's called the bullet tire. You have to tell yourself you're not alone in this. In this battle of the Yetzirah, the battle of changing, the battle, because all, see, the Yetzirah has many, many ways of disguise. He disguises to you in, in, in desires or social events, you know, people have a hard time relating. But every person has their challenges. But if you tell yourself, I am not alone, because as soon as I decide to change, Hashem is joining me in this venture. It, it's very powerful because sometimes you think that you're all alone in it, you know. But if once you tell yourself that the Binyan Shloim is with me, that it helps enormously, enormously helps a person. So that's you know, there are, there are people who who want to change things. They have you know, it's like a group therapy. It's not even a therapist. I I. I know of people who, uh, young ladies, decided a few years ago in a different community, and, and it's a soul. A good friend of mine told me this about. The young ladies would get together once a week and discuss how to make the Sholem better. So this lady only went because a friend asked her to come and Nujda said, I didn't believe the change that I made in my Sholem She thought I'd have a great Sholem The fact that we got together in fact, it was it was productive, it wasn't just it was focused, he says, and we realize we're not alone, and that's just all has their problems, the Americans have their problems, and whatever it was, it helped them enormously. Sometimes if you need a friend to talk to, it's great. But when you tell yourself, I'm not alone in this, I always tell myself, my yet is not a private yet We all we all have yet We're all here, we're all here for the challenge of the eight it, it, uh, there, there's a very simple reason. If everything we'll do because we want to do it and it's easy to do it, then there's there's no schar. We get no reward. See, the uh, sun is shining great. The sun is doing his job exactly to the t that Hashem wants it to do the job. Doesn't do anything wrong. Do you know why? He has no free will. It's hardware, software. Shem put it there. It's a bunch of chemicals. It is nothing, you know. He does exactly the risk program. We, he didn't wake up this morning, the sun, and he, he was in a bad mood. And I don't want to you know, get up this morning. I don't want to face the day today. I expect to have a difficult day. The sun came up and is going to do exactly what it was done. We have yates out Sometimes we're just in a bad mood for no reason. Sometimes we are in a rebellious mood for no reason the Melech in Tillam says a very, very profound posik. He says, mistakes, who could figure this out all the time, mistakes must make. Sometimes we have sins that are hidden. Nikani, help me clean myself. the Melech is saying. Then finally, from being amazed means doing the thing deliberately, also helped me. And the last words, Dovah the Melech says, Pesha for my rebelliousness, help me overcome that Yetzirah. Dovah the Melech is expressing, sometimes we have a Yetzirah that wants us to rebel. That's what he says. Sometimes you want to run, you don't know where you're going to run, but you just want to quit. This is the Yetzirah. We have a Yetzirah to, to quit. We have a to to be bad. That's why, we get sad. That's, it is difficult, and that's where you're rewarded. The more work you put in, the more. And the truth is, the more work you put in, not just the world, yet the next world. You feel great about it. Any time you break a habit, I always find on myself, found about others. It's such a great feeling. It's amazing. You tell us, I overcame this thing in my life. It's such a sweet, sweet emotional feeling. Where you said. This was the thing that I was doing, and I'm going to quit doing it. And I'll change it. It's a reward for you right now. You know, it's it's, it's incredible. So, but a person has to tell themselves that change is difficult, but you're not alone in this. Hashem is dear with you right then and there. Well, if you want to change, he'll help you. See, but... The question really is, how do we sustain? You know, it comes Rosh Hashanah, comes Yom Kippur, everyone all of a sudden becomes a big tzaddik and says, this year we're going to do everything perfect. It's like, it's not even a person is in, you know, things are going through a tough time and they say they're going to do- donate something for tzedakah. But I see this all the time, and it comes when the when the all of a sudden things get better they all forgot about what they promised to donate, what they're going to do. As long as we're in, the, in, the, in, the, in a terrible situation, you tell yourself, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and once it's relieved, we forget. That's the nature of humans, that we forget. So people uh, uh, always ask me, it's a Shoshana, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. all of a sudden, the winter comes, I fall back. How do we change? See, one of the famous teachings of ram Nachman was, that every person has ups and downs in life. Everyone, everyone has in every not just spiritually, even emotionally. You could wake up in the morning in great mood. It's going to go down. Part of the day might go up. You might be in a great mood, and a few hours later, you might just all of a sudden some someone called you through your in a bad mood. We have ups and downs in moods. In, in, in our shalom bias, how we relate to people, and how we relate to Hashem, and how we relate to ourselves. Sometimes you like yourself, sometimes deep down you're annoyed at yourself. To be honest, you says, why did I do that? You get annoyed. You Sometimes you feel great about yourself. This is the ups and downs that we all have in life. I say this all the time, that when a person is in intensive care and they put up in a on a machine, the only way you know that a person is alive, the lines go up and down. If it's flat, it's over. The game is over. Life is ups and downs. You know, I once said this in, in, a, in a class many, many years ago, and there was a, a, a guy in the class who is a psychologist who's researching UCLA. at UCLA, he told me a fascinating thing, he told me. Dreams is never ups and downs. Either it's a nightmare, Oh, it's a great dream, he says. It doesn't, there's no fluctuation. They were doing studies, you know, that's what he was telling me. I said, You know, why in non reality, then everything is great, but in reality, nothing is perfect. When really, when you're really experiencing life, there's things that you love, there's things that you don't like, there's things that uh, you sometimes get down, sometimes you feel I don't know what in the world. I tell this to young people when they get married you're crazy over your wife, or you're crazy over your husband, one day you're going to wake up and say, how did I marry this guy? It's normal. You have such thoughts, it's normal, you know, the, the, that you're, all of a sudden you get agitated. You know, if you if a person is not honest to the, with the beginning of marriage they get used to that's just part of marriage, that's just about what life is all about. That's the trick, the ups and downs. What is the thing? It's to be aware of yourself, to know I am am down today, and to be aware, and able to talk talk to yourself. You know, see, when a person is down, I always tell people, the most common sense flies out the window. You ever notice when you're depressed, you have such silly, fleeing thoughts. Some people even have suicidal, fleeing thoughts. When they're down and depressed, and they think I'm throwing the towel in. And then you say, what in the world was I thinking? you know, because when you're down, your common sense flies away. What a person does, healthy people without even realizing, it, they connect to the intellect. Then all of a sudden, what am I thinking? Of course, you know, somehow we'll figure this out, it's not the end of the world. We'll figure it out, we'll work on it, we've we got to be strong, And but we, and the, and the, sometimes we, we feel like we're just falling apart, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then your intellect comes in and connects to you and he says, well, there is a way to do it. So but really happens is to a person is he has to when he's down to be aware i am in a lousy mood today once you tell this to yourself you could say okay i'm in a lousy mood and how am i gonna deal with it and tell yourself Hashem is with me in this moment i'm not alone over here so you know that you took upon yourself to change something and you just see it's you caught up so just tell yourself that the is with me, I will be able to, you know, overcome this. You, the trick is to say, you're not alone. You know, Hashem told Yaakov Avini, I am with you. He didn't tell Yaakov Avini only the second part. If the Apostle says two things. I am with you. I'll watch you wherever you're gonna go. Rabbi Hashem could have told Yaakovini one simple thing, I'll watch you. He didn't tell him. You know what he told him? I am with you. Because that itself is incredibly powerful. That you're not alone in the tr- going through life. You can be blessed with the best Shalom There's still a need to feel that Rabbi Shalom is with you. Even people are blessed with wonderful relationships. There's a deep connection that a person needs to know you're not alone. This blessing that Yaakov says the Chazal is not just for Yaakov, every one of us. The Rebun says to each one of us, Hinei unoihi imoch, I'm with you. And you know where he's with you more? When you invite him into yourself. You know there's a famous saying from the Kotzke Rebbe, he asked the young child, he asked them, where is God? So you know there's a song in Yiddish, they sing it in English, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is everywhere. He asked them again, where is God? And the child said the same thing. Finally, the third time, the child was, as bright child says, Rabbi, you don't like my answer. What is the answer? He says, God is where you let him in. You have to let him in. You have to let the rebellion into yourself. You invite them into yourself. You know, in, in, in personal relationships, some people have a hard time letting people into them. The Havdil, the Hashem, is that you let them in, you tell them, Hashem is with me and I will overcome some. When you're down, you got to tell yourself this that I. the more you're aware of your downs, the better you cope with life and change. Because life. House has has goes up and down. It's normal, but you the self-awareness. You're aware of yourself. I that today is not a good day, and you know when you today is not a good day how you act. See, young people, teenagers especially, especially girls. I mean, I boys also. But I, I had many daughters, and the girls act up more, worse than the boys. It is the not so much you wear all the time that they're so moody. They do know it, but they don't know sometimes how, you know, not to let it out in the people around you. That's the trick. As they mature, they realize, I cannot act this way. It's immature just because I'm in a lousy mood and I'm in a, I can't let it out. I should contain it. And the older you get, the more. The, but the trick is not only to contain it, to tell yourself, this is life. And Hashem is with me in this place. Dovah the Melech says words in Tillam, which is incredible. Dovah the Melech, you can look it up, is in chapter 139, Kif Lamates, he says these words. Unu eylech mirichechu. How can I go away from your spirit? Unu miponech v'evrech. Where can I run from you? What is Dovah the Melech saying? Dovah the Melech saying there's a part of everyone who wants to run. Sometimes you get overwhelmed, I just want to run away. I just want to scream. And you know clearly, I'm not leaving my family here. Now, where am I going to run? You know, deep down, you know, where, where am I going to run? But Dovah Melech screaming, Dovah Melech expresses the feelings of Kali so There's a part of us who wants to rebel. There's a part of who wants to run. Then he answers. Dovah Melech tells himself, If I will ascend to heaven, I'll go to heaven. Shamatu, you're there. I can't run away. At sea, all if I will go into hell, Hineku, you're there. No matter where I run and go, you are there. That means there's a part of a person who really, when he's down, he wants to run away. When I was a young boy, I heard from Abal Musa, said over the story, it stuck in my head, and he says, there was a pregnant lady, and the pregnancy was very difficult, and she was cretching and cretching, he decided told the husband, I just can't take, I need to go to the beach for two days to rest up. She comes to the beach, sits down on the chin, she looks as if she's still pregnant. She thought she left the pregnancy home. You know, you carry with you. Wherever you're gonna go, you carry, you, you, you know, there's no place to run. Whatever you have, you carry, and the Rebun is there anyways. But there is such an incredible, incredible inside of a person, sometimes you just want to run. So what does Doval Melech say? He keeps on saying, Hashem is with me. And it's really hard at this moment when you're down and you're angry. It is hard. But he tells uh, "It's it, this will pass too. I, you know, I, when I used to go through this years ago and had a bunch of teenagers home, I would come home and I'd tell them, I am looking for a fight. And it just I said it blew the wind out of the sails instead of coming home and acting, and says, I am in a bad mood today, know who wants to, and then my daughter will say, Abba, let's fight. You know, and it just takes the tension out of you. When you're up front with yourself, you know, this is what it is. It just takes a lot of the tension out of you. If, if you admit that this is what's in yourself, you're much, you're much calmer with yourself. So this is what, this is what, uh, 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 to, to, uh, uh, Nachman explains this in very great detail, Always tell yourself you're not two things, you're not alone. you know was with you. and the more you focus, the better you're able to change and hold out to change. Now you know, I've heard this from people who wanted to change different things. I had once, once a lady told me she decided that this year she's going to be more happy. So she had happy faces all over the house. She bought these yellow happy faces on the, on the mirror. She told me in the bathroom that she reminded this year I've got to make her a happy year. She, I asked her, did it help? I said, it really helped a lot. You know, whatever issues she had, and she had many children, there's a lot of stress going on. But it really helped her a lot. You know, you have to, like, if you want to change something, if you want to speak, stop speaking gossip, learn every day a little bit of this This is my goal for this year. And don't expect that cold turkey you'll quit you'll be caught up sometimes in the wrong place, sometimes you're gonna be tempted to speak Lashonara, sometimes Yetzirah a mitzvah to speak Lashonara, it's our his ways. But the more you realize it, the more you feel it, the more you say, okay, this was not good. You know what I mean? I, I, this situation brought me down. You know, you know, it helps a person. You know, what helps a person mostly to change is to take time for themselves. Literally, someone, someone told me, a, a young man told me that he, he does, he runs every day. And he was telling, uh, you know, you asked me that you need know, to work, somebody does exercise when he's young. He's very, quite young, and then he says, I asked him, so why do you need it so badly? This is the only time I think, and I said, I really think, and I do see, when I do it, I think of the day, and I think how I'm gonna change, and what's not good, he says, it really helps him. I said, it helps you so much emotionally, don't give it up. I I told him, why don't you train yourself to sit quietly alone in a room, you and Hashem. It's, you know, Dr. Tversky, the famous Dr. Tversky, one of my children showed me that he wrote an essay, and he writes, till the age of 38, he was afraid to sit alone in a room, till it hit him. Now, this guy is a brilliant man, and this is his whole panossa about emotions, He didn't realize till the age of 38 why and for what that he's afraid to sit alone. But the truth is, if you sit alone, you and Hashem, and you talk to Hashem, two great things happen. First of all, your relationship with Hashem becomes, even if you can't talk to him, just sit alone in a room, me and Hashem. Such a powerful feeling. It also helps a person to say, okay, I want to change. Today I'm in a bad mood. And, and I don't, I don't know what, I don't want to talk to you, Hashem, but I'm here, anyways. You know, I, I, to explain this, I explained this in, a, in, in a, st- a true story. There was a couple who we could be coming from, and they had a problem with the relationship too, and they came to me. And he said to me, when I talking to him, I realized what happens every time they get into a fight. They were living in Pico. And he had an apartment in, in, in the Sina Valley. He would just go to the valley, and come back a few days later. I says that's why you guys are never gonna work this out. You gotta show up, even though the things that annoy you and annoy her can't run. If you're gonna run every time away, this is gonna fall apart. And the Baruch Hashem, they, you know, they worked it out, and they're married many years already. But you know, it's you can't. You know, often we do this with Hashem. We're in a bad mood, and we say, you know what? I'm checking out, I'm going to the valley today. I am, I am not gonna, you gotta be consistent. Every day, this is what I'm, my goal is this year. I wanna uh, work on it. Let it be, out. this year I'll be happy. Or oh, this year, I I won't procrastinate. One person told me, decided this coming year, I am a, a great, I say in English, a great, uh, where he used, but he used these a procrastinator. He told me that he found a, a program that he downloaded that helps people procrastinate how to overcome it. I said, wow. Today, what you don't find, and iP- I think the iPod is told me. iPad. I forgot what he told me. Doesn't make it I don't, doesn't make a difference what you found, but if you focus, I told him, it's not going to help you have it on the computer because you can ignore the computer, too. The trick is you have to Focus to do every day. The more you focus, the better you may over to overcome it. The last thing that helps a person change, which is sounds simple, but I'm telling you, it's a challenge. The last thing that helps a person change is to be happy. Happy people change easier. When you're unhappy, you get stuck in the mode that you are. You get glued, I call it. You can't move yourself. You know, unhappy people are just, I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy. It's hard to, it's hard to get out of the, the situation. When you're happy, your mind is freer to think, and much easier to think, and think, what can I do to do different? What can I help the situation? You're not stuck in the mud. See, when a, when a person is in a bad mood, he gets stuck. This is what it is, and it's not going to change, and you just go over and over again, and self-pity. and You see, when a person is unhappy and depressed, you notice they focus on their own pain. That's how it is. That's the reality. When you're unhappy, you're thinking about how unhappy, and this is bothering you. The person is happy he could connect much easier to the people outside the air. You can have a better relationship. You could also have a better relationship yourself. Believe it or not, you need to love yourself, and by loving yourself and having a relationship with yourself, you, you you just you know able to change. The happiness takes a person out of this cloud, sort of to say, and it's a tough job. Being happy is not an easy thing. My proof to this is I don't know if any one of you knows too many people always smile. Most people walk around not happy for not a valid reason. You would tell them, they would say, no, 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 I have a valid reason. That's not true. Most of the time, I, I, know, I noticed it when I was very young, and my, my parents are Holocaust survivors, and there were Holocaust survivors, when I was already young, who became very quickly wealthy. They were the same quetch as the poor people. That didn't change. He quetched about this, and they quetched about that. And it wasn't like, wow, I just came to America with one dollar, and I'm worth a hundred million dollars." So you would say the guy would get up in the morning, he's, "Yay, I'm alive!" Get up in the morning. I was once with one of these wealthy people at a wedding. I'll never forget, in the entire wedding that we were sitting together, he was quetching, that his foreman quit, and finally asked him after listening an hour of quetching. How many people work for you? This office tells me 250 people. So then I someone told me he's incredibly wealthy. But that, instead of saying, I came out of the ashes of Auschwitz with nothing. And I'm a wealthy person now. All he was angry about is foreman quit on him. This is the nature of human beings. We like to quetch. If people would listen to us, we would quetch all day long. The reason we don't quetch them is no one gets bored of you. We get bored if we listen to quetch. But the truth is, there's a want and there's a need, and we like to quetch and to say it over and over again. You know how we say it? Rheumatized, I said. People say it over and over again. People, that's, the truth is, it doesn't get you anywhere. The truth of reality is, it doesn't get you. What gets you a huge smile. I asked a bunch of newlyweds, this is more for newlyweds, I asked them, and sometimes I, we have a class, so I asked them about happiness, I asked them, what do you want? You, when you come home, your wife should be dressed up, beautiful for you, made up for you, What do you want her big smile? Everyone said the big smile, these are newlyweds who are just young, young, still busy, the wife has to look pretty, and everyone said the smile I want. Everyone wants your smile. You know who wants your smile yourself. You deep down want your own smile. But it's, it's a challenge. So the, when a person is happy, he could be much easier to tolerate change. Change is easier when you're happy. When you're, when you're, and notice when you're not happy and it's hard and it's, it's, the life is getting to you, it's hard that moment to, to do anything. And it is a challenge. Ch- happiness is a huge challenge but it's the greatest reward you can give yourself see, at the end of the day I always ask myself I was not happy today who lost out my mind not happiness the only one who lost out with mind, besides if I'm very depressed and I annoy everyone around me myself and if you're going to be happy today you're going to go to sleep today wow, that was a great day See, very often we think that if this is going to happen, then I'll be happy. And If this job is going to work out, I'm going to be happy. And if a shidduch for my child is going to work out soon, that's going to make me happy. It's not real. It, is, you know, it has nothing to do. You know what I mean? Because when that happens, you find another excuse not to be unhappy. And, and it's a waste. Today, it's, you know, it's two weeks before Shoshana we should be so happy that we have this incredible opportunity Hashem is going to forgive us it's a gift that we are living in another El many people don't make it to this El How we have another Ell, we can ask Hashem forgiveness and He says I'll forgive you I, I give the mushroom, I think I said it once here before imagine if your credit cards are maxed out Sometimes some of us have to go maxed out, and, and your mortgages, uh, 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 who knows what. The guy says to you, you know, you come into my office and say the right words and mean it seriously, I'm gonna forget all the credit. Wipe off all, the, all your debts. I'm telling you, the line is gonna be from here to the airport, people are waiting. The guy's gonna forgive me for all my everything. The a bunch of them says to us, come to me, From now to the end of Yom Kippur. Ask a deep felt thing and I'll forgive you. And not only that, if you ask forgiveness and you ask for things that really needs in life, I'll grant you that. The Bani Shem says, well, you know, it's not, you know, things that a person is going to say he wants to, you know, things that is not good for him, Hashem is not going to listen to him. But the, the basic things, health, but whatever it is, the basic, basic things that Bunshtem, if you daven enough, he will listen to you. There are times that he doesn't, but he's, but there must be a good reason why. So instead of being nervous, Elul, I want you to wear a huge smile and tell yourself, "I made it to Elul. It's another Elul over here. I'm here. I'm alive." See, change, change happens when, you, when you're enthusiastic about your changing. You know, if you're going to change because your mom tells you to change, your spouse tells you to change, it ain't going to work. That's not going to, you know. Sometimes it's, if you change and it's not. If You change because you want to change. So the happier you are, and you tell yourself, "I want to be a better person. I want to do things differently. Let it be. I want to be happier this year. Let it be. Let it be. I want to do this. whatever you took upon yourself. No, no lotion harder. Um, being a whatever, whatever you decide, it, you know you can do it because the happiness helps you, helps a person to be focused. That doesn't mean." That you're gonna wake up every morning very happy. I've asked us often, so all my years, how many people wake up in the morning and scream, Yippee, I'm alive? Very few people. Very, very few, because we wake up in the morning and we say, Is it that time that I really have to wake up? Maybe I could put the covers over my head and stay underneath for the three days and check out. That's normal, that's the normal. Default of our feelings. Unless you're getting married that morning, unless something great is gonna happen that day, then you can't even sleep all night. But otherwise, that, that the reality is, we have to fight this. This is a part of nature we gotta fight. Any questions? Yeah. to look at it, yeah. I let me tell you how I, I looked at it all my years, and I, I said this story more than once. There was a, 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 to express, to explain the, sto- the story. I was once at the airport. I think I was mentioned here last week, and I was stuck for seven hours in JFK. It was a big snowstorm. I couldn't even go home. You know, you know, drive back to my parents, and I was there, and I noticed everyone was just laying around and just with two women running around, taking notes, all animated. And I went over and I said, what is your job? You look so, our job is when there's chaos, that's what we come in for. That's what we're here. So I said, wow, this is incredible. See, in life, we wake up today, we think we're going to raise a family. Everything (laughs) is going to be smooth. The children are going to be polite. Your husband is gonna be so sweet to you, and the day is gonna be sweet to you. And and then we get then we, we expect this and then we get into trouble. No, we are here to raise a family. Children are difficult, children are catchy, children do go through a hard time, you know, they are disappointed, and sometimes it's seriously problems they have. But this is my job. My job is to be a mother, to be a father and I'll help them. I feel so sad that you're going through such a hard time. I, I, you know, I wish I could help you with the homework. I wish I could do the report for you. Or, are, you are know, teenagers where they, where they go through, but I, I you don't let it affect you because you're not going to help them. You know, if you become depressed, you agitate them. You know that? You ever notice when you, you deal with teens, and especially girls, if you're going to be depressed and they get very agitated, if you just act remote, removed a little bit, That that you know you help them much easier, so you have to tell yourself, I'm here in charge to take care of this. I had a a couple in the community, unfortunately had twins Tay Sachs. Many people know about this. This goes back many years ago, and if you know what Tay Sachs is, is the child don't make it more than two three years old, and it's just it's just terrible terrible to watch it. You know you're watching your children die and they were just devastated beyond well, because they had four healthy children didn't know they didn't take the test and they had five i think five children before the four i forgot they were very healthy and then all of a sudden so i said i said to them but you have to think about it imagine a wealthy beverly hills couple would hire you for 10 million dollars take care of these two children you would do it so happy you wouldn't think twice you would be devoted 24-7. That Why? Because you removed yourself a little bit from it. You, you know, remove yourself. But, you know, uh, the truth is, it's not their fault. It's just painful to watch it. It's extremely uh, draining. But if you could put, put back a little respect, this is what Hashem put me in charge. Bring faith into yourself. This is, I always tell myself uh, a very simple, I didn't choose my children. I didn't choose my parents. I happen to be lucky. I have a wonderful parents, but you know, many, not everyone is so lucky. I didn't choose my parents. I didn't choose my children. It's not that Hashem told me, you know, you go through the, you know, the aisles and choose that child, you know, the, be good-looking and not good-looking and, you know, here's a, choose which one you want. Hashem gave us the child without asking us what type. Here it is. I want you to raise this child and make him, a, make him into adult, fashion him into adult, this is our job. And it's true, if you look at it this way, children are, are taxing and they're quetchy and they put tantrums on, you know. I always tell people, two-year-old put a two-year-old tantrum, An 11-year-old are smarter, they make a different tantrum. They make a sweet tantrum, but they also do their tantrum. Their children are children. I always say, it's my child, well, you know, the children are children. Did I answer your question? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. Well, the, that, what helps a person to do that is meditation. If you, every day you take time for yourself and you ask yourself, what's going in my life? What is going? And then you can say, okay, I have right now, I have a teen who's going through a tough time. Or right now, the job is not working out so well, it's draining. All right now, my mom is, is not well. She's she's causing me whatever it is. You you're able to okay? Let's let me just see how to fi- how to manage it. And, yes. Well, if you yeah, if you talk to someone, Chovetz Chaim says two things. If some, the Chovetz Chaim says if, you, if, if you're allowed to speak to someone who's not going to accept it as your word is, that's what really happens and he's going to help you with the feelings see often if you're just speaking and speaking and speaking because you know, why not? I have nothing to talk to my friends so we just gossip, that's Losh if you have a horrible situation and need someone to help you cope with it and to vent you could talk about it but other person has to know that it might be another side of the story Am I, you know, my own wife I always joke with her you know and after she tells me those stories I always think about it yes this is my wife and I listen to her and help her but I know maybe there's another side to the story it's always a maybe maybe if I had them as a as, a, as a sitting in the entirety sometimes I'm amazed one person says his story and it sounds so Clear and evident, and all of a sudden, other says the story. The whole thing changes. Well, you left out that piece of information. I, I help her with her feelings. I don't help her with the situation. I tell her if this is what happened, this is what I'm. You know, or I just listen. It Helps you know, woman. Don't. I've learned my own wife doesn't want me to fix her. She wants me to listen. So helping her li- listen to her, it's just she needs to vent, and I just listen. That's good enough. And not that I accept that this is his. It. it could be there's another side to the story. It could be there's something more that is, you know. but she needs a husband to vent to, to, to able, ha- or if you have a friend, you know, you just listen and I'm, I'm so sorry you're going through such a hard time. And sometimes, you no, know, but if you're doing it to help the person, or you're doing it because it's so, it's on my chest, I can't, then you to. But just, you know, often we get on the phone and we just gossip, why not? You know, you want to connect to them. I pointed it out many years ago to my daughters. I hope they don't listen to this tape, but I told them like this. I know I have a bunch of them, and they were all Pesach. Many of them were for Pesach, and they're all sitting together. And I noticed how did they connect by quetching, like uh, one said. You know the, the what's the name? The shiksa. They have own big families, and they, she didn't come enough times before Pesach, and I don't know. And this one says. Uh, I didn't hear anyone say, you know what, it's great, Pesach is here. I noticed, since this goes back many years, that often we connect in a, in a crutchy way. Not in a saying, you know, watch yourself. Next time you get together, you notice with siblings, you notice with friends, it's like all of a sudden you need to quetch to each other to be connected. That's like some gossip. It's the, and try to try to be more, That's what I make it a point in my house, Friday night when we have guests, everyone has to thank Hashem. There is no quetching allowed. And, and it's such a powerful thing. Instead of connecting in a quetchy way, we all connect by appreciating what Hashem does to us. This is working out, that's working out. It's very, very powerful.